Bonjour, bienvenue sur Turbo, un podcast des Soccer Rangers. Où nous nous concentrons sur la convention, le cosplay et le nerdement général. Qui sommes-nous? Je suis Tyler. Je suis le Ranger Noir. What the fuck? You speak French? Hola, mi amo Roberto. Uh, Ranger Rojo. Kanichiwa Watashiwa Pink Ranger Des. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> Look at that. We are multicultural. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I think in Canada, a thing about being in Canada is that everything is in English and in French. And I realized that we have never really done any French on this. So, I got I to gotta, I gotta shove a little bit more Canadian facts in there. And there's a little Canadian fact there. Um, so take a drink. Take a, take a drink. Oh, that's that's another one right there. Uh, bring in, we haven't been doing the drinking game a whole lot. Uh, we're... This is this is we're we are we are recording on a Thursday as as usual and and it's feeling like it's a it's a throwback Thursday for us and we've been looking through our old stuff and going man we haven't done that in a while we haven't done that in a while so we're bringing we're bringing back more Canadian facts we're bringing back more drinking game we're bringing back rules of con don't forget the rules of con mm-hmm. yeah to we're the point back that some Amy rapping we're bringing back some Tyler music. We got oh. uh, yeah yeah where's where's my music here we go I'll I'll bust out some music right now there's the music right there look at that where it's all it's all throwback Thursday take a drink so but with cons cons uh this is this is almost this is probably a topic we've even talked about to go before but let us bring it back to this topic again um i i personally me the most important one went to calgary expo recently yeah soak it in bask in the glory that is me are you basking i can't see this is this is in we're in like a void i can't i can't see anything i've thoroughly basked i've thoroughly that you're basking you're you're basking? Good. Ten out good, of ten good, bask. Good. Rob, did you bask? Rob. I'm just relaxing and basking in the glory that is the mm. Tyler. Mm. And by that I mean I'm going and laughing on how Amy is continuing to go and you know, write with chalk all over your desk while you're <laughs> sitting at it. Yes. It's actually more efficient this way. I can literally like all my paperwork, I just ask it to be written on the desk itself, and then I just wipe it clean and it's gone. It's done. Um but there is something I noticed. What did you notice? When I, I noticed something. When I was uh, buying, I'm uh, buying, getting tickets for a, uh, for our Calgary Expo. Did you know that they, they have they have the regular passes, then they have the premium passes, then they have the VIP passes, then they have like the super ultra mega packages, and they increasingly became more and more higher in value. And then they had other experiences that were also costing money. And I realized this is very lucrative corporations. It just it felt odd that it was like it felt like it was almost like a money grab. But then like they did bring a lot of guests to it. And maybe that's part of it. Maybe to pay for all the guests, they have to have so much just income going into it. 
I mean, yeah, that's generally the difference between, you know, say a nonprofit going and running a convention and, you know, an actual corporation. More money's going to go and get dropped into it because, quite honestly, there is an expectation of recouping losses on there. How? In the case of a nonprofit, it's used more as a fundraiser, so there's always going to be some austerity going into it. How much do See, you think it costs for is... just one just one guest, would you estimate? Cool. Oh, I think that's kind of a hard one to qualify there just because, you know, what kind of guest are we talking about? Are we talking about Nathan Fillion or are we going and talking about, you know, uh, uh, insert Goldblum. voice actor name here? <laughs> <clears throat> Jeff Goldblum was there. Elijah Wood was there. Uh, a majority of people from, or uh, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, oh, what's his other name? Who's Biff? Who played Biff Tanner? A bunch of people oh, from God. Back to the Future. Oh, wow. Uh, a, a bunch of people from Princess Bride. <gasps> A bunch of people. A lot of people. See, that's what I mean. Uh, at the expo, it was all about, like, the vibe I got from it was there's a lot of shopping to be done, and then mm-hmm. you went there to go see celebrities. There wasn't a whole lot of things to do, but there was a lot of people to meet and get autographs and photos and then see, hear them talk. Where... Uh, other cons, non-profit or like small cons. Well, even well, I can't even say for small cons. Small cons just don't have anything to do. They don't have anyone to see. They don't have anything to do because they're just too small to have that kind of stuff. You just sort of there to hang out. But that's yeah. I'll bring that. I'll talk social. I'll talk about that later. Uh, but like when I think about like a big question is always asked to me when I go to a convention is who's going to be there, and I go, well. Depends on which one I'm going to. Because now at this one, I can list off a lot of names. And it's like, this person's there, this person's there, this person's there, this person's there. And the last one, yeah, I could do that. They kept on re-announcing announcing more and more people the closer to the convention it actually got. Um, but then when I go to, like, SakuraCon, uh, people ask me that question. Who are you going to go see? And, like, I, I can't even think that there are... Who even is going to it as a celebrity? Like, occasionally Vic Mignogna goes, and I know Matt Mercer was there last year, but like this year, I can't even think of who was there that I knew. I went there to go do things with people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I think at this point, the audience is sick of hearing the things that we do with people. Hey! But that being said, you will have no reprieve, audience. You will still have to hear about all the things we do with people. Yeah, that's what we do. SoccerCon even had Teddy Lloyd who who canceled. So I think I think what a lot of smaller cons will do, and what they can kind of afford, is English voice actors who dub over animes. And there's a varying interest for that because it's it's just so hard at an anime convention because it's so expensive to bring in the Japanese voice actor because you have to bring them from Japan. So I think at anime conventions, they struggle a little bit more than multimedia or comic conventions, regardless of the size of the convention. Unless I can you're always like... get Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> He's at everyone. I, I have never seen a convention or something that I... And I haven't seen Lou Ferrigno there. Like, yeah. Is that He's... really a thing? It's it's totally a thing. Like, I went to Sask Expo. He was there. He was at Calgary Expo. He was... He's like every everyone that's around here. Like Lou Ferrigno is there. It's like he's just. It's like equivalent to the pop singer going and doing the whole uh, 
uh, Las Vegas circuit, and it's just like Lou Ferrigno is just doing the con circuit. I guess that's what it, yeah, that's what it'd be called is the con circuit. It's just like these are actors that just go to cons now and as them, and like Lou Ferrigno is a hardcore one of them. You just yeah see him everywhere. <laughs> really? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say about that. What? You seem surprised. It's like you've never seen Lou Ferrigno before. Uh, <laughs> Have you never seen Lou Ferrigno before? God, he's not just, in person. Oh God, no, he's there. He just, yeah, he just hangs out. Like you could, I could have, I don't know how many photos are like I could have just talked to him so many times. It was almost like I had to go out of my way not to talk to him. <laughs> Like Luke Ferrigno. Mean. That was mean. Oh, I shouldn't say that. The original wow. Hulk. Come on. He's yeah, like I mean, the uh, the Slender well, Man. Well, don't get me wrong. I think that's cool, but yeah, what? He was a Slender <laughs> Man? He's like the Slender Man of Khan. He's just like there, leaving notes everywhere, <laughs> like, take a picture with me, or like, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. You just turn around, there's Lou Ferrigno. Your pace quickens. You check back, and he's not there anymore. But you can still feel his <laughs> eyes on you, or his lack of eyes. I never thought that we could make Lou Ferrigno sound creepy, but <laughs> nope, we just did it. We managed to do it. You hear the flexing in the distance. You look left and right, but you can't see anything. <laughs> but you can smell the sweat and bodybuilder grease. Oh my God! Was that green paint on that banister before, or was it there? <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we are never gonna be right after this moment. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's a that's a big thing I want to say is like these for profit like maybe that's part of it. They do bring in a lot of stars and such, and mm-hmm. it's just like it is crazy that people like I don't know like I, I I'm not. Problem is, I'm not like the kind of starstruck kind of person. Like, I don't get starstruck. I don't go, "Ooh, it's this person." I well, just that's like, just well, it. We we've talked about me. this before. You know, you don't do idol worship. I don't do idol worship. I don't know where Amy stands on that. That that might be a different where thing. Does Amy the only stand? idol I worship is Nico Yazawa from Love Live. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Nico, Nico. You know, me. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna let that one stand. No challenge. <laughs> there you go. I have no idea who this character is, but sure. I've never watched Love Live, so I, I can't tell you. Uh, we. Wait, is there actually a thing to watch? I thought it was just a game. No. Isn't it a TV show too? Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the anime is not great. Um, well, there you go. It's just like it's one of those animes that if you went to Japan and weren't an 11 year old girl and told people it was one of your favorite shows, they'd be like, "That shows for 11 year old girls." Like what? You know, it's just, it's one of those ones that, like, uh, yeah, it's just, like, about like friendship, that. and and it's just really cute. I know He's someone talking. who's a 23-year-old male who loves magical anime girls, and I was like, oh, it's I, a weird, it's a weird having anime conversations with them, because I'm like, oh, man, uh, uh, um, this is good, and this is good, and he's like, oh, I don't like that one, oh, I don't like that one, well, shit okay well here's here's a really good what was what was the one i said um i said uh uh why am i forgetting the name of it god damn it's yeah i guess so <laughs> uh the magical girl anime that's really dark 
Oh, um, Madoka oh, Magica. Madoka Magica. Ah, Madoka Magica. Why did I forget that? Because you're dumb. Uh, Madoka Magica. The bigger question is, how did I remember that before you? God, because it's good. Because it's a good anime. You should watch it. Um, <laughs> mommy is best. And I was like, girl. man, this is the best one. It's just like Magical Girls, but it's, it twists it on its head. And it's like, that's my absolute. Uh, that was his uh, most hated one because he loves Magical Girls, and that one is completely not Magical Girls. I was like, well, we can't be friends then. Dude, okay, real quick on that anime. And then that ended then. The character's name is Mommy, which is fine in Japanese because they're like, Mommy-san, Mommy-san. But in the American dub, it's like they're always like, Mommy, Mommy, to like their friend, and it's, it's terrible. That's not my Oof. favorite Magical Girl anime, but Hanukkah is amazing. But anyway, this has so much to do with local cons. I have a comment on it because last weekend I also went to a con, and I think I went to a convention that was the total opposite end of the spectrum from Calgary. I went to something called the Medford Comic Con. It is uh, organized by the Public Library, and I actually went to the first one, which was at the Ashland Library, which is a city down, and they actually had, like, um, they had a costume contest, they had one or two panels, they had mannequins borrowed from a store, like, in costumes, and they actually had, like, cheese spread and crackers, (laughs) because it was so small that they could provide snacks. There was, like, 25 people. And I was oh my like, God. the word con is in it. But this year, uh, there was estimated 20,000. Um, had, like, food trucks and booths. You know, that was the Mail Tribune. So, I mean, that's my crappy local newspaper. So I don't really know if that's accurate. But it's it's still free. But, you know, there's no guests. And the cosplay contest, you can place with, like, somebody placed with a T-shirt and a belt and jeans for Team Aquaman. Which is great, but it's just it's just a very low competitive thing. Um, it's like the it's, it's literally at the library. Of. They had like a Harry Potter land with like butter beer and candy you could have. So I guess they still were providing snacks, but it's it's so local, it's so small. It's sponsored by local businesses. It's volunteer run. So okay. I mean, it was kind of so, sweet. Like it was nice because it was in my hometown, but I wouldn't travel for it. Um, but it, it's just one of those ones where, yeah, you just go to hang out with your friends. You go to see things with your friends and comment on them. Some of the booths aren't even uh, related to comics or anime. Like, there was a geocaching booth. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, well, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of a weird nerdy thing. I think geocaching would be a little bit of a nerdy thing. Dude, geocaching yeah. in cosplay, though? If you were going to geocache in cosplay, who would you cosplay as for geocaching? Oh, because I oh, would be Laura Croft. One. I would fucking geocache as Laura Croft. And every time I got something out of the cache, I would take something of equal weight. I know this is Indiana Jones. And like switch it real quick. <laughs> and then barrel See, roll away. <laughs> that's the thing. Is like It's like being an action or like a, an adventure cosplay would be just like the hardcore where you go down to that. Which is like uh, Laura Croft or um, Indiana Jones or... Um, I know, Nathan I was Drake. just going to say, <laughs> either of you would make an amazing Nathan Drake. Tyler, you can be Nathan. Rob, yes, you can. can be Drake. Yeah. There we go. No. <laughs> can I be his brother? Because I'm taller. Actually, that would work. Because I am taller. And that'd I be, be the hot or who would be the Sullivan then? Who would have that big mustache? <laughs> Do you want to be Sullivan? No, you be Sullivan. The orange shirt. Amy, you get I that. am the old man. You know, the one who's, like, her ass is always in the shot. And is there like, one? Yes. There's two of them. There's two Thank hot bitches. Thank you for animating that. <laughs> well, 
There's three. There's three now. Cause there's yeah. there's the uh, uh, Elaine. Elaine is that her name? Nathan Drake's love interest. Elena. Elena. There we go. Elena. Then you have the um, Australian girl. Australian. Somewhere you know. Um... Who's voiced by um? Oh, what's her name? She's she's so, an Australian actor who's common in a lot of sci-fi. I googled shows. Uncharted. Yeah, no, I'm trying to remember what the hell her name shirt. is. And Chloe is the character I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's Chloe. That's the one. That's yeah, the it's Australian like the name. Lady. Just Our doesn't fit the rest of it. But damn it, yeah. we if damn it if we don't love her. Ma- they mean, make ass jokes that game, in that like, game. Like started about it, the cinematic like, gaming revolution. Yeah. No, they or know like she's got a good Or, like, was part of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd almost say it, it, it was it. Like, watching that... Like, I can't think of other, any other cinematic games that wasn't that. Like, oh, my they lord. Didn't... Like, that was so beautiful. I was like... Oh, God. I didn't play that game. That... I watched it, and I enjoyed it as much as I would have if I, I was playing. I, that's something that I loved back when Sony seemed like they were trying to advertise. Um, you know, they had those great Dear PlayStation commercials, and you have, you know, Kevin Bennett, vice president of whatever. And I'm never going to forget, I, I can't remember another one to save my life, but I can never forget Uncharted 2's commercial, where they had this guy, Dear PlayStation, I've been playing Uncharted 2 for the last few nights with my girlfriend watching with me. It's like, that sounds pretty good. What's the question? <laughs> well, she thinks it's a movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to file this under not issue. <laughs> it's like, I'm not joking. Like, this is a legitimate commercial. And oh my god, I absolutely loved it. Because mm-hmm. uh, I had not played the first Uncharted at that point. But they came out, uh, when Uncharted 2 came out, they came out with a two-pack with the original and with the new game. So I decided, okay, this is going to be my time. I'm going to go and try this out. I'm going to give it a shot. Played through the first one. Really liked it. First ten minutes of the second one, I'm like, God damn it, that commercial was right. Do you know what? God, I think I did the same thing. I remember playing the first one (laughs) and, like, pausing. And then I think it was when the third one was coming out. I was like, oh, shit, I should catch up. And then I played them. And then, like, you just you got hooked. And then you're in there watching the whole thing. And before I knew it, I was just like, oh, I've just kind of completed the game because there's a good chunk of it. You're just, you're watching a good chunk of it, but it, like, it grabs you. It pulls you in. You're immersed in it. It's very immersive. Yeah. So. No, those and uh, MGS4, I mean, the PlayStation 3 had some fucking amazing um, cinematic experiences because I can't really call them games. (laughs) That Metal Gear Solid, um, that one, that's a, that, that one... That one is infamous. Yeah. For the sheer fact that that cut, that end cutscene is literally, what is it, two hours? It's a two-hour cutscene. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, there there is as much time watching cutscenes as there is playing the game. If you just go and you know, hardline the thing. It's yeah. insane. Well, like, well, that's that's almost different. Like, like literally, like the last cutscene is a two-hour movie. You don't yeah. do anything. It's a two-hour movie. Where, where one is a cinematic game that you're still doing stuff during mm-hmm. it. You never have to let, put your controller down and just sit and watch. There, there are points, but only for like when you hit new, those new areas and you see the scope and go, look at this pretty place we made with our own bare hands. Where 
Metal Gear Solid was just like, okay, I'm just, I literally just sit here and just finish watching this because it's two hours. It's just like, oh, the game's almost done. Okay. And then you're like, oh my God, I just, I, I was going to go do groceries or something because like this game's done, but no, no, no. I, I had a like, I can't, I, I think could you, you pause can that? pause Metal Gear cutscenes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you can. I had to think yeah. about that. Aww. Yeah, because yeah. like I was so scared to try. That is a the first scary moment. It. God, that is sure. the first time you try to pause. <laughs> that is a thing that just needs to always be. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh my god, I have to pee. Oh my god, I have to pee. Oh my god, I have to pee. Damn like, it! I don't want to. I don't want to take a chance. I don't want to accidentally skip it. Is such like it a seems... monumental moment for any oh god, cinematic that's... experience game. You're like, am I willing to miss this to try to pause it? So I've been, I've been, uh, there's the two extremes to that. The extreme number one, where it is possible, where I'm going to, I'm going to quote Kingdom Hearts here, where yes. Kingdom Hearts, you get, you get the, you get the cutscene, and it's normally in front of a boss. So you get the cutscene, and then you can pause it and everything so you're good. And then you get killed by that boss like 50 times, but they don't go, oh, you missed this cutscene that you could have paused that one time. And, but you have to see it every single time, which is annoying. The flip side, complete flip side, is I was playing Ratchet and Clank, and those cutscenes you can't pause. When you hit a button, you immediately skip it. And which, <laughs> and now with now with that is like I missed. There was a cutscene uh, right before the last boss that I accidentally hit the button and accidentally skipped, and then I got killed by the boss, and I was like, oh, okay, well I missed that cutscene. I got to watch again. Nope. That was you gotta see it that one time. If you missed it, then it just goes back into that boss, and and so it's just like the one side or the other, which is weird. And so I've never seen the cutscene that happens from, and it's a pretty dramatic change because at one point you're inside a building, and then the boss shows up, and I believe the cutscene involves you getting like him having a machine, and then you get sucked through a portal, and then you're in like this new weird, ultra dimension space. But if you skip that cutscene. You're A, you start off in a building uh, talking to him, and then instantly, B, you're in, like, this uh, uh, Final Destination Super Smash Bros. tournament area, and he's, like, in this giant octopus machine that's, like, attacking you now. You're like, how the fuck did I just get here? (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) Arsenal, you could pause the cutscenes, but it has been a while for me playing that. It was... Oh, did they switch? I'm having deja vu right now. I'm having deja vu about ma- oh, saying that I had deja vu. Deja I'm having vu deja vu about exactly. saying I had deja vu. Jesus Christ. God. We gotta go back and work. I, I gotta go back in some recordings because I probably talked about that before. Anyways, I feel like I think you could pause them at the beginning, at the earlier ones, because this one was. Well, that's um, funny that later. A crack in time. Yeah, so the PS3 ones, I think you're like, right. I don't think we were able to pause anymore. those ones. <laughs> I think that's so weird. Them. It seems like something they would like... That's like a negative change. Yeah. They did... I don't know. Well, to their credit, I mean, the original ones... <sighs> the cutscenes were really limited in the earlier games, so most of that was more along the lines of, you know, okay, this is your break between the main gameplay section and either going to a new world... Or getting ready for a boss fight. So I can imagine somebody wanting to, you know, take a minute, take a breather or something like that. 
the problem is when you got to those PS3 uh, games and then the uh, kind of re or the reboot that they went and came up with a couple of years ago, those ones became much more cinematic, mm. and I don't think they knew how to deal with that. <laughs> At least that's okay, kind of the way I'm PS3, guessing it worked on sorry. there. Because, yeah, like, the guys the guys over at Naughty Dog, they knew on what they were doing with Uncharted and Last of Us and giving us the opportunity to go and pause at any given moment on there. <laughs> Insomniac, I don't think they knew what they were getting into. Um. <laughs> that being said, they're still one of my favorite developers in the game world, so please don't stop ever, guys. Please. Insomnia? Oh, God, what are they Insomniac, making? Insomniac, yeah. They're making... They're making a game... Yes, yes they are. And I can't remember what game it is, but it has to do with movement. Oh, and it's like a cross it's like a it's cross franchise. So it's another franchise. It's a known franchise and they're developing for it. That seems to be the theme of and tonight. I'm drawing a huge blank on it. <laughs> um you're talking about Spider-Man? Yes. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, yes. Like what? <laughs> yes, and like, the, is, the sheer is fact... Is he fucking with me right now? <laughs> God, huge franchise, Spider-Man. <laughs> and they are really good at movement stuff. Like, oh, God, God yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I've always I've always enjoyed... Like, I really like Ratchet & Clank because of just moving around in that game. Because you don't, you don't sit still in that game. It was like, you'd have your gun out, you'd be running around, you'd be strafing, you'd be double-jumping around, and I would just... I would always be moving, and I would always be switching between weapons and everything, and it was like you mean you didn't very like the movement of dynamic, PS2? very moving. And then... <laughs> where you lose I mean, where the, the arms just kind of randomly like clip through like the body? Of Which is the one where you could... They're like, nah, start over. <laughs> <laughs> was, was that I the one that heard. introduced swinging from building to building? No, that was uh, that was Spider-Man Two, which I still stand by what is, is the greatest movie tie-in game ever made. In your opinion? Hmm. I still stand by that. Because <laughs> I thought it was, I think it was, yeah, it was one of the Spider-Mans where it was like it was a big thing that you could like, it was like somewhat open world, and then you could like swing from building to building because that was like a lot of processing power for a game to do. Yeah, no, that was that was Uncharted two. That was, or sorry, not Uncharted two. I mean, uh, Spider Man two. That was a big freaking deal. Yeah, and then you, I think you had like you had the lower building, like the streets, and then you would like swing up, and then you would be on the rooftops. Yeah. Was that even re like that was related to the movie? That was related to the movie. Yeah. I don't remember it being related to the movie at all because it was it like did. I think they had every single like bad guy in it, like Venom was in it and such. It barely shared anything to do with the movie, but there was the greater narrative of the film that was intersliced in there. There was also the controversy that went along with it because they made Kirsten Dunst's <laughs> boobs bigger in the game than they were in real life, and she was making a big fuss about it. And there wasn't patching in those games back then. No. When it was on the disc, it was there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. No. It's nice. bad that right, I remember that detail solely because pointed, of that controversy. You know, if she hadn't pointed it out. God, maybe it is Spider-Man 2. Oh no, trust me. I noticed. Then again, I kind of had a crush on her at that point, so... He still does. Nah, not so much anymore. 
Hmm. I actually have no idea what she even looks like these days. Kirsten Dunst. Okay, so cinematic. I know, I gotta Google this now. How have we not brought up um, Beyond Two Souls or Heavy Rain yet? Because those Mm -hmm. are like two of my favorite games because I like kind of boring games. Like, they. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Heavy Rain. Fucking awesome. Beyond Two Souls. Here's the thing about Heavy Rain. What a beautiful disaster. You can sh- Oh, she's still pretty. Kirsten yeah. Dunn's still really pretty. Here's the yeah. thing that Like I said, I have not actually looked her up in a while, but... You yeah. press X to Jason, and you shake the orange juice. Mm-hmm. What other game lets you shake orange juice <laughs> and press, press X so, to Jason? And awkwardly quick-time your event through intercourse. Like, bravo. While I, like, awkwardly pause right by her face <laughs> until I decide to push the X button. Kiss, not kiss. For like two minutes, like ah. <laughs> if you've not awkwardly quick timed through having sexual intercourse, it's like more Ooh. awkward than Mass Effect sex, which is saying something. <laughs> oh God, uh, that's so frustrating because it's not satisfying when you've romanced this character for so long and then their faces like don't even touch when they kiss. They like rub their. F- it's like uh. anyway. Yeah. You should you should uh, try some of those doing, moves in real life. What are you doing, Amy? Why is your face life? just in front of mine? Hold on, I'm deciding whether to press X or not. What? <laughs> Pre- press X. <laughs> press X to kiss me. <laughs> oh. Just hold up a it big just... sign that has a big X okay, on it. Somebody cosplayed like, from heavy are you rain going to press with the press button? X to Jason Dude. prompt above them. I would scream and cry and be so happy that they would be my favorite cosplayer ever. Cause, cause I'm not a middle-aged dad. Why, why don't you do that? <laughs> you could look. You could look like a middle-aged dad. <laughs> so uh, that's another question. I gotta. <laughs> what are, yep, what are I you? I feel called out. What are your opinions on those very? What is that? classification of cosplay that that right there which is a very specific almost like a meme like it's like a meme cosplay? or a that's what we called the inside joke cosplay uh, that's what we called them before parody? Memes. inside jokes yeah inside joke or um, like reference like, yeah, uh, I think is that really like, an inside like, joke one of my favorite a reference cosplay cosplays I've ever seen yeah was somebody reference who had there we a go yeah Warcraft prompt above his head and it looked really nice it was on like uh, acrylic fiberglass or whatever no not fiberglass plexiglass plastic man yes okay um yeah yeah there you go plastic man plastic man acrylic acrylic plexiglass (laughs) Um, plexiglass is a brand name of acrylic and my quest was i needed to get a room full of people to yell it's over nine thousand. and so i i and take a video of it so i go to karaoke and I get a whole room with, like, Deadpool in the front row and, like, a Navi in there. And I think there was a Sailor Moon to yell, it's over 9,000. And I got a Dum Dums as a reward when I found him later. That was the best thing ever. That, like, made my soccer con that year. <laughs> he, like, had printed pieces of paper. <laughs> self-aware? Are those also self-aware costumes? I no. think reference costumes is what they yeah. are. Like Self-aware? I don't know. No, that's not it. That's not right. There's too many words. Because it, 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 it's like a, it's a very obscure reference to a very specific thing where it's just like, oh, this is the character. But then you add that little 
oh, it's the character with this right. very specific character point in time specific doing specific a thing moment. or something like that. Those and like... Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, uh, what was the one you showed me, uh, the Fallout one recently that had, like, it was Fallout, but he was just wearing oh, a lot yeah. of shit, yeah, and then he had guy, the overcumbered sign up top of him. This guy just wanted to make all the props from Fallout. <laughs> and I was just like, he, oh. like, covered himself in Fallout props with the overencumbered. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it's little details like that. And it's just like, oh, that is that is a reference that if you played the game, you would you'd know that very well. And it's... I like yeah. when people, like... Referendum. So how was your con? Wait, well... Yes. How was how was the uh, uh, Medford Comic Con? We're actually we have two uh, kind of Loki con? cons coming. We have like Medford Comic Con, which just happened, and then Metal Alert Comic Con, which is on Mother's Day weekend, which is like a commercial con, but they're a little bit smaller. So they're like smaller than Komori Con, but bigger than a library con, which will be fun. Uh, Medford Comic Con was good. I was Miss Marvel on Saturday, which was great. Uh, and then I was Toru on Sunday from Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, which I was surprised at how many people recognized me. Um, because I guess it was. Really? Was that was that on a big hit? I forget that people actually. It was. I, right now it was a big hit. Like I still think it's like a niche thing when it really isn't anymore. There was a lot yeah. of anime cosplay. Yeah. Well, now we're talking about. Yeah, we were that. we were talking about that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, now this is that now this is recorded so everyone can hear what we talk about. <laughs> um, privately. Yeah, no. <laughs> so did you want to do you want to rephrase that or do you want to you want to uh basically repeat what we said or yeah, I'll, you can do it. Oh, you do it. no. You talk yeah. about it. Well, like so we'll just have it like it's a natural conversation and we haven't already said these things before. Uh you use <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. okay i'll totally cut that part out um, nobody tell them i'm not cutting it out what cut edit we don't edit these things here's the no nope. do, do it live baby do it live okay one two three break. um like it used to be if you were a fan of anime you stayed up late after Organic. cartoon network was done you watched shitty family guy episodes and then you watched inuyasha and like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then you were like, like I remember that. Noble and fucking oh, I couldn't afford manga because it like it. If I equate, if it's fifteen dollars for manga, I spend like fifteen minutes reading it. It's a dollar per minute of reading. You know what else is a dollar per minute? Is massages. So <laughs> I would go to Barnes and Noble and just like sit and read all the manga I could, Ooh. and like then I would stay up late and watch Adult Swim. And then Tyler, I guess, like, torrented shit. Like, I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> but. Oh, I torrented. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go and say what I have done in the past what for fear of incriminating myself. <laughs> Though, at this point, there's no sense in doing that. Because, you know, Crunchyroll went and took all of the um, cost out of uh, doing anime. <laughs> Yeah, like that's how that's how I watched Akira. It's like I just was torrenting a movie, and then instead of it being what I thought it was, it just turned out to be Akira. And I was like, "Oh, what the hell is this? It's like a, it's an Japanese animation. I guess I'll watch it. Oh, this is really good. I seem to like this." And then that's how I watched Akira is because it was just 
something said it was something it's else, and I ended up watching the movie. So, yeah. And, like, okay. that's... Uh, it's funny how much, like, pickier you can be what? about your anime. Hmm? And, like, how there's, like, people recognize the subgenres, like, magical girl anime, uh, action anime, all that shit. When it used to be just, like, if you were a weeb, if it was in the Japanese oh, style, shonen. you would watch that shit because it is on the television. <laughs> like, I watched, uh... <laughs> I watched Read or Die for yeah, that this reason. is as close as I'm going to get. This is Japanese. Yeah, because there's the block. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> like, yeah, there was a, there was, well, we had the, we had the super dub stuff when we were kids. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, uh, Americanized stuff. So technically we were watching it when we were young as cartoons with like Pokemon and Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, but then... God, what was it? I remember the late night stuff. That's how there's certain blocks that if you were the kind of person that stay up late, we all watched the same animes because we all watched. I remember there was the one block hour when it was uh, Samurai 7, Samurai Champ Plue, and Eureka 7. We're all like airing at the same time. So there's just like those are the only ones that were getting dubbed at the time. And then they'd be on at late night television. So you'd be watching those. And then you'd also be watching Bleach. And then that was the one was like Bleach and One Piece. They had those shonens uh, had you could actually kind of find streaming sites for them. But like each one had its own streaming site and then they would eventually like get caught and then they'd have to take down that site. And then you'd look for it again and it'd be a slightly different yeah. name, but you could still find it. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna say that I used to some heard that I used to do quality <gasps> checking for Vegapunk, but my, I used to quality my, check for my Vegapunk. Clean yeah, see right there. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanted my anime, and you know what? Going and doing quality checking and going and checking the English was my was the fastest way I was gonna be able to get to watch e- the newest episodes English. of One Piece. Did you just say English? English. English? English. English. <laughs> Trust good me. English. Our translator, I mean, the translator that I might have had if I actually went and did this, which I'm not saying I did. Uh, the hypothetical have... translator in this hypothetical situation. Yeah, he may have been from Argentina. A hypothetical so Argentina. Not... Yes, hypothetical Argentina. So his hypothetical English was pretty bad. Was hypothetically pretty bad. Yeah. I heard hypothetical Argentina is really nice this time of year. Yeah, they have you know, a very I good really hypothetical type of wine. Yeah. Oh, do they? Oh. Yes, yes. It's a, it's it's a, you taste it uh uh and it's got a it was a very hypothetical excellent year. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, <laughs> you mentioned drinking outside of the drinking game. So hypothetically, you should take a drink. <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to allow it. Take a drink. I still haven't said it yet. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to bend to your rules, sir. Sir. Chug. 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 Chug that beer. I'm not even drinking a beer. I'm drinking a hard root beer float. Thank you very much. And I'll take a drink because it does taste tasty. But not because you told me to take a drink. So, yeah, my my Medford Comic-Con was really good. Um, I know a lot of the people who run it, too, so it's, like, cute to see them put so much effort into it, and it's really, like, so many people's baby. Um, so, yeah, but basically the format of it, if you were a con-goer and you were like, what am I going to expect to this con? Basically, they close off the library, um, a street between the library and the college campus, and the college campus 
and there's all these different booths spread out. There were like a few events. There was a cosplay contest. There was cosplay karaoke. There was the uh, Harry Potter area in the children's library, which was pretty cool. I got me some mm-hmm. butter beer. It was cream soda with whipped cream on it. It was very sugary. Uh, and there was just a lot of good cosplaying. I, there was a lot of kids there. It was a lot more family oriented than a lot of anime conventions and things. Because that's kind of a long, rough weekend to do with children. I mean, I have trouble and I am not hanging out with children, just adults that act like them. <clears throat> uh, long weekend cons. <clears throat> but, uh. Yep. <coughs> Cole! Um, <laughs> nobody heard that. Nobody heard that. <clears throat> Whatever. Cole! Cole. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> Oh man, I got something caught in my arsehole. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, Robert, I think I, I think I'm clear. You did not know what you would do if you couldn't be everyone's dad slash savior at con. You'd be like, "What am I supposed to do here? <laughs> How you know, do I con without saving everyone?" You, you know what I do in that situation? I fucking sleep. God damn it. <laughs> well, like right, right where you're, right where you stand, you just like drop over and just sleep. Oh, I wouldn't drop over. I mean, I've gotten very good to having rescued so many people at con that, you know, I don't even lay down for sleep anymore most of the time. I mean, this year I slept in the closet, not because I was laying down in the closet, just because there were coat hangers to keep me upright. I need to be ready to go and move at a moment's notice. Ah, you need to, you need to learn how to uh, uh, sleep in the, uh, um, uh, the Slavic position. Where are you basically... Slavic position. The Slavic position, yes. Why, why do I feel like if I Google that, I'm going to go and find something I don't want to see? Uh, let's see if we Google it. I wonder if you can. Slavic position. No, I don't see anything. Uh, it's the squat. Maybe it's called the Slavic squat. I wouldn't be surprised if Robert just sleeps with his eyes open at con periodically. There we go. So Nobody needs like, to know that. Every time, like, and everybody else is hogging the airtime because everybody who goes to con or everybody we go to con with is, like, very attention-seeking and talks a lot, which is fine. I'm part of that, mm-hmm. definitely. So we're all, like, fighting spot. for the airtime, and Rob, being the person who doesn't need attention like he didn't get enough as a kid, Opens his eyes and just falls asleep. His blue eyes glaze over. <laughs> That's just the cataracts. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, what, what did I want? I wanted to ask you some questions. I wanted to ask you. Uh, I think you already answered them, to be honest. Uh, like what like there is to do there, because like we have. People care a lot more about Calgary than Medford Comic Con. Uh, well, no. I wanna. I wanna relate this to. Uh, uh, I'll give you some backstory here. Uh, we have a anime convention here in Saskatoon, Saskatoon, uh, Saskatoon. Um, Bless you. It's wait, hold on. Have I been have I been mispronouncing this for the last two years? Uh, I don't know. What, what what have you been saying? Saskatoon, Saskatoon, <laughs> Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Okay, I don't I don't care who you voted for. Tell me about the tell me about the con. Who I voted for? <laughs> How is that even a reference? I don't what? get it. What? I am so confused right now. Like Saskatoon is a political affiliation. <laughs> Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. So who did uh, you vote for? Not who did Saskatoon. I vote for? Uh, NDP. The Saskatoon candidate. NDP. The MVP. NDP. You voted for the MVP. NDP. 
There you go. for his penis. We have we have a multi-party <laughs> system. Do you want to learn about the lo- the one time we split the Liberal Party and then they never got any votes? <laughs> no, we'll, we'll wait. We'll keep that for another time. Yeah, no, we we oh god, that'd be too many damn Canadian facts right there. The entire yeah, yeah. You know audience what, would Tyler? die. Canadian fact, I random Canadian fact. Take a drink. So, um, um, Tyler, submit some paperwork for that, and I'll file it with the rest of the stuff on your desk. Ah, uh, <laughs> just write it down in chalk. Write that down in pink okay. chalk. Okay. You Liberal know. vote gets split in yep. Canada. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally not wiping it off right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, shoot. Here we go. What did I want to say? Yes, we have Ginbaticon. Um, it's been going for. Is this its third? Or fourth year I think this is its third year so it's it's new but it's still bigger bigger than a, in a library room uh, but it's still kind of small and the problem it's having is that there's nothing to do in that there just there just isn't anything to do there you're there <laughs> They have an exhibition hall for, like, sellers that you kind of look around. And they've got, like, another room with, like, games and stuff. But that's it. Like, they have two panel rooms and then a room, an AV, uh, well, I guess just an AV room that's airing anime. Uh, But, like, but the problem is there's just no panels. There would be, like, each panel room well alternate between panels so like that means in one panel room there's going to be a panel at 10 o'clock and then the other one's empty and then the other one will have a panel like 11 o'clock and then the other one's empty and so they have panels to fill only one room that's split between two but then those panels are it's like a 50-50 if it actually happens if they show up or not so so it's I, I just want to make sure I'm understanding this here. So basically it sounds like it's more of a situation of not enough people coming forward with panels or is it more of an organizational issue that's I it, it feels like it's organized well. Like mm-hmm. I've never had any problems with that kind of stuff. Like it's they've got merch and stuff and they have an exhibition hall and they've get sellers there and they have that but like uh as far as that goes that's about it like there's no yeah there is no thing to do there it's like the person they they put together they put together i want to call it a con or an expo i don't know uh i'll call it a i'll call it a con they put it together and got people out there and like it's growing every year and people are going to it but the it's almost like they don't have someone doing the event staff stuff. Like, there is no event mm. staff. Um, they have a con staff to, like, get things going and set up and all that stuff. And it's... That part of it is working. But then, like, the... <laughs> yeah, so, like, the the part... The, the people that, that go, okay, now that we've gotten the whole thing organized and set up and get people in the door and coming here, what are they going to do when they get here? And, like, that half of people will just... They're not there. It's like, well, we just got a panel room, and then we'll have people do panels. And it's just like, well, no one has done any panels. There's, like, the panel room is sort of booked, 
but then some of them are dropping and it's just like well i want to go see some panels but there's sort of no one's there so have you hosted a panel at this event i have not what would i host how to fuck up a podcast how to do a podcast no, how to fuck oh, up they did I mean, have. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you do kind of have one. I do kind of have one, don't I? I you do. I finally got to use that as a credential in something. Oh, um, really? Yeah, way, way back at SakuraCon when we did the Overwatch lore panel, and then everyone was going down the line of who they are, who they main, and what kind of thing they do. And like when it got to me, I was like, I don't have a thing I do. Wait. I host a podcast. Hi, I'm Tyler. I main Zenyatta, and I host a podcast. I was like, yes, <laughs> I have credentials in this situation. Because everyone else was like, oh, I do the RP lower stuff. Oh, I do this. I play Overwatch, and I'm this character, and I do this thing that involves Overwatch. And I was like, oh, shit, now i got to justify myself for being as a specialist or a specialist. Uh, an exhibitionist, whatever word it is. Um, you should also, if you did a panel on different types of thermoplastics and different ways to use those materials, like, I don't know, you just have such a grasp and, like, overarching knowledge of good materials and, like, how to use them and when to use them and I, I how do. to not screw it up. See, that's the thing. So is that would like, be cool. Would I do... Could I do just a cosplay one? Would I do an advanced cosplay one? God damn it. I, I always see... I feel like that's how you'd have to do it because so many of those are just lowest common denominator. I can't even stand going to them anymore. Me neither. God. Everyone oh. I've been to is just like, okay, this isn't even rudimentary stuff. It's just two guys they went and brought up going yeah. and talking about this one thing that they like to do in their process or talking about this you know, new thing that they're experimenting around with. And it's like... But even, you're not really offering anything for the audience to be able to take home with them. I don't even hear that part. I just hear the basics. It's just like, this is a knife. This is foam. You cut it like this, and it goes like this, and this is how I do it. And it's like, yeah, that's that's how you do it. Like, I, I've got that already. I wanted it's, But it's lots of times they do call it cosplaying 101, and it's like, yes, this is cosplay 101. This is what you'd see in 101. But when we've been cosplaying for as long as we have, we're no longer 101. We're advanced, or even more we're so. We're, but you just... 102. 102? <laughs> 103? Please, we are 104, people. <laughs> 401? Cosplay 401? So that'd be like fourth year cosplay. Cosplay stuff. 411. 411. And like, uh -huh. I don't ever see advanced stuff. Because it seems that when you get into it, you don't really see any more panels... Because it's by that point you were already started your looking into it, and then you just kind of um, you network. That's yeah. that's the best way. It's used to start networking with other cosplayers, and then you just kind of bounce ideas off that way. You don't go have a advanced cosplay, uh, advanced cosplay making cosplaying, advanced cosplay, or cosplay two hundred one. Because then it's well, just I like people walk in there and it's like, oh, they don't have an idea of the basics. And then all the people that do have an idea of basics probably won't feel like they'll learn anything if they come to that one. So. Well, and any advanced ones that I've been to, more often than not, just go and devolve into the narcissism of whoever's hosting the thing. Oh. And mm. them going and talking about their experiences. And it's like... But okay, I can I can kind of appreciate some of the stuff where you're talking about how you learned 
how to go and do proper mannerisms and to go and get facial expressions oh, down. Like, that stuff is okay, but then it goes and turns like into stuff. this long thing where you're going and talking about, you know, my experience and this is how I did this thing. And it's like, oh my god, you were on the right track and then you just got caught up in yourself. It's... I can kind of half agree with that because there is A, it does kind of come off narcissistic, but B... It comes off as everyone has their kind of own way. So it's just like, take it with a grain of salt of like, this is how I did it. Doesn't mean it's the correct way to do it. It's just another one of the ways to do it. But if, I guess you, I would have had to been there at the, that's how I would say. Cause it's like, yeah. <laughs> I have my experiences. This is how I do it. This is what I've learned from it. Sure. There, there's always, there's always hundreds. Uh, what, what's the saying? A uh, hundred ways to skin a cat. A thousand ways to skin a cat? A plethora of ways to skin a cat. Who are Who's skinning all these cats? Can we just go and skin a fish instead? That's a much better thing to go and do. Don't Excuse skin me, kitties. sir. Excuse me, sir. It's called filleting a fish, sir. Sir? <laughs> sir? <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. My bad. What's up, Amy? You guys, I don't feel like we can talk about uh, scaling a fish without bringing DJ on. So I think we should just save this subject. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because yeah. he will literally tell us a thousand ways to do that. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, he'll be on next week. That Enjoy is, that, everybody. But that get ready is a, to get uh, high. That is that is part of it. Is that I I don't like it when people say this is the way you do it because mm. I don't know how many times I look at a situation and go, okay, you can you can do it this way, this way, this way, or this way. Each of them have their own pros and cons to it. This one has a pros and this is its cons this has its pros this is its cons and it's like there is no right or wrong because like i well like I, i've made I, 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 let me be a little narcissistic here i have made many things because mm-hmm. yeah and i've used like like again I've, I've probably said this before when i make my keyblades every single keyblade here i am talking about my keyblades again fucking God this ass it. this That's asshole drinking point <laughs> Tyler talks about his keyblades again. Take a drink. Tyler, Tyler uh, likes to get drunk without his keyblades. Whip them out. <laughs> you know what? Back. back put them away. Put them away. Back when my keyblades were mounted on the wall, yes, I would do that. I would kind of get. We'd have a party. I'd kind of get drunk, and then I'd start cosplaying a little bit and like pulling keyblades off the wall and start out. swinging them around. And oh, yeah. So there's no um, other way to talk about it. Yeah, the last was, thing I needed to think of was Tyler whipping anything out. Whip it out. <laughs> Let me excuse me while I whip this out. Uh, what was I saying? Um, yeah, each one of those keyblades is like a different material and a different technique going in it. And so there was like me trying different materials, see what kind of worked better, what worked worse, how to work with it. Because by the end of like a prop like that, you at least have some above average grasp of how the material works just from that's the only way to do is by working with it and trying different things on it if you work on a prop that big um like that's that's the best way to do it it's that's also a really bad thing to do because that's that's how you don't get you don't master things because the way you master something is by working on it with the same material over and over and over again until you like master it because you've done it a whole bunch of times jumping from material 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 you're constantly sure you're learning things but then you're like jack of all trades master of none yeah so you're Although, not i gotta be honest that for me is part of the thrill because i mean tyler 
his execution is absolutely fantastic and is top notch. One of the best Ooh, that you're gonna go and find. Stroke but, my ego. <laughs> yes, but at the same time, um, while I do appreciate that from the way that you work, yeah, going and trying out different materials and trying out new things would not be the best for the way that you work. For me, I love experimenting in new materials and I love going and pushing everything to their limits and combining different techniques and trying new things. So for me, I don't think I could work the way that you do because I'm always wanting to try something new and see if there is, you know, a the better way material. to skin a fish. That, no, that's, that's, that. <laughs> see, Rob, that's exactly what I do is like, I keep jumping yeah. from material to material. Like every so, single one of those, I got one made out of oak, got one made out of pine, got one made out of, in a cell, got one made out of MDF because I just wanted to see which one's heavier, which one's lighter, which one's more sturdier. And I could tell you, oak and pine are raw wood, so they split all the time. MDF, great to work with, great to mold, fucking heavy. Uh, yeah. And it's like I, I have worked with every because I wanted to cha- use a different material every time I made one because I wanted to learn what a material looks like. Maybe I'll find the perfect material that works with everything and what you find is oh no there's just a perfect material for the perfect job so you can use different materials for different jobs because they give you slightly different results for everything and there is no correct way to do things but see and coming coming from a sewing point of view it seems more obvious that yeah of course you wouldn't use the same fabric for everything and i think prop makers should address it that way too because, like, I used to use mm-hmm. cotton for most things because I know how cotton behaves. I know what to do with it. But recently, I've found four-way stretch. And, oh, my God, I love four-way stretch. But I Winston booty. <laughs> I saw you Winston working. Booty. Yeah, I saw you working. I've been that working material. that four-way stretch. Yeah. It's fun, but I wouldn't make a ball gown out of it. What would so you make out of it? It's just, like, uh, fucking every superhero leotard ever. Hmm. <laughs> fucking tight stuff. No, yeah, well, four-way stretch is really great for gloves because you can trace your damn hand, you sew it together, you serge it if you have a serger or a zigzag stitch to finish the raw edges. Bam, I have a glove and it fits. Uh, Boot covers. You uh, trace, you know, and then leave a little spot for your heel. Uh, I don't really know how dudes do it. Maybe it just covers the whole shoe and then they put something on it. So I've been making boot covers and gloves and leotards, and it's super freaking fun, but... So, so anyway, with, with fabric, you look at a costume and you're like, duh, of course I wouldn't use, you know, satin for an Attack on Titan costume or, you know. I don't know. I might. Leather, <laughs> leather for a Mario costume, unless you're doing something like a different take on it. So I think prop makers kind of need to view their work in that way too. Like you're not going to use EVA foam for everything. And I think a lot of prop makers think like EVA foam is how you do armor. Warble is how you do armor. It's not. <laughs> it's, I use it's, it's a way to do armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could use. So. You could use sheet metal. You could use actual sheet metal. You could use foam and warbler. Uh, like I like I said, I was using Sintra, and that stuff's way harder. It's almost harder to work with, but then because of it's harder, it's easier to mold and put detail into, it, and it looks. I don't know if that makes it look rougher. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. I don't know yet. Yeah, I think it depends on what kind of thing you're trying to do with it. Once again, you know, perfect thing for the perfect job. Yeah, yeah, I think this is... And I want to say, sewing has a whole lot more history, roots to it, 
where where like you have you have roots to sewing so you know like people have made dresses before people have made leotard suits so it's like that hit that knowledge is kind of already set where a lot of props it's just like i gotta make a thing that doesn't really exist in this world and no one's made it before so there's just like i just gotta use a material that i think will work like um what's a common like uh, uh insulation foam is always proper one for very big props because it's just a weight issue because the mm -hmm. prop itself is like six feet tall and supposed to be made out of a chunk of iron so if it's like if you made it to what it was in the game or tv show or whatever it's just like you can't that's not practical so you make it out of foam something super light yeah i don't know yeah well even sewing though like people think sewing like there's a correct way to do, like there's so many different ways to finish edges and to do things like there's different sewing isn't even as black and white as people think yeah i don't know I, I i like when people take creative steps like my favorite cosplay at pax was this tracer who obviously had gone to the dollar store and bought like burner rings <laughs> uh and made her her little harness out of like dollar store items like a tap light from the dollar store and like those burner liners, you know what I mean? For, like, yeah. an oven? Yeah, yeah. She, like, put that around it. I was like, your ingenuity is really great. And, like, I don't, you know, a lot of people who are, like, snobby cosplay elitists might have been like, you didn't 3D print that. You didn't, you know, you didn't warble that. That looks bad. That's falling apart. It didn't look bad. It looked creative, and it looked great. Like, I, I really, that stuck with me. And I remember it. I saw so many cosplays at PAX, but I remember that one. So Yeah. Do I... I think that's one of the things that's kind of been lost with, you know, the more narcissistic era of cosplay that we're in. It's that sometimes going the budget route on things actually is more memorable than something perfect. I mean, it's it's gotten to the point on where so many people have honed their craft to the point where, yeah, they can go and just speed build an entire Doomfist outfit in the course of, you know, 24 hours after release of the video that the character's in which release is really of a cool. new skin oh i yeah. want that skin oh. yeah exactly yeah yeah god it's like a certain pizza delivery girl um hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but i digress um i think there is so much of that perfect cosplay that's out there that i think a lot of people don't get I don't think that they realize just on how impactful some of the simpler design elements that they go with or the more creative design elements are to the people around us. I know a lot of the ideas that I've had that have improved costumes or been the foundation for a new one have come just from seeing how other people do stuff. And from my first convention, I've always been asking when I see whether it be a prop or a costume armor element, how did you make that? You know, asking what kind of materials it is, asking how the process went. I love hearing how people do that kind of stuff. And I know they appreciate it because somebody's recognizing what they do. Because, yeah, not everybody's perfect. But I got to be honest, I don't really talk to the perfect people all that often. You talk to me? <laughs> well, Ooh. Tyler, we need to have a talk about that whole Ooh. perfection idea. Ooh. Just remember, the perfect world begins and ends with us. Okay? Mm. Mm. Just saying. Mm. Mm. Live in the reprise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's a... Uh, yeah, yeah. That's always a thing. Is it like ass? I don't know, but even... 
actually I can say that I can I can say uh, um, even when you look at props now too is like there are certain props that are built away and you can see 3d printing do is 3d printing an elitist thing or is it like things that are not 3d printed elitist thing because like that's a that's a question I want to ask is I, 3d printing's elitist because it's so expensive to get to it it's because I, of its limited access I think it is kind it's of, I don't it's feel not, like that's I want to debate the case that. anymore. I think that's the. It's I think it's the, the opposite now. Way to do it. Yeah, I think it's. No, I think it's becoming that though. Yeah, well, especially since it's become so easy, and I know it's not always three D printed per se, but it's become so easy to get a hold of props that have either been done on some sort of a CNC system, or to go and have something that's been three D printed, whether it's eBay or Etsy. I'm going and seeing more and more recommendations from just those two sources. For props and things like that, for people that I used to buy costumes from, and I don't know, I'm just seeing that is becoming more the commonplace element there, and the people that are actually hand crafting stuff, and I would say putting a little bit more pride into it than just downloading an STL file and going and sending it to the printer. I don't know. I I feel like there's if you asked me three years ago. If 3D printing a prop made you more or less elitist, I would have said, yes, that makes you more elitist. Yeah. Now, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I like, think we've come completely full circle. I think I think the access to a 3D printer has become so easy that I'm, I'm seeing 3D printed parts way quicker now. It's just like there's just some kind of object that was this or this or this that they just, oh, yeah, and I just went and 3D printed it. And it's like... Oh yeah, it's so it's so easy just to make those things. Like these are all three D printed. Like it's still, it's still pretty pretty new, and people would find it cool. But like, it's almost to the point where I I think the because uh, I just I did the co- I I did the uh, the uh, cosplay contest at Calgary, and mm-hmm. I think their idea was like they asked me about my my stuff that was three D printed. It was like, is that three D printed? And I said yes. I was like, did you three D what was it? They asked me very specific questions because it almost looks like it was like a flow chart of like, are they 3D printed? Did you get those 3D printed yourself or did you buy them? And I was like, I 3D printed them myself. And then the second question is like, did you 3D print them at home or did someone else 3D print them for you? And then it was like, okay, did you design that STL yourself or what, did you find it? And then it's just like, it's like this flow chart of either your bottom or you 3D printing yourself, and then the next question is, did you 3D print them in your own house, or did you 3D print them at a place that just does that for you, that you can just bring files? Because we have, here in, here where I live, we have a cafe that you can just bring files to them, get them 3D printed while you go have coffee, and wait for your print to finish, and then you can just, oh, awesome. boom. And well, then, I mean, that's the same, there's a lot of colleges and a lot of uh, workshops around here that will go and let you rent the machine by the hour. Yep. Oh, so, that's the yeah, other thing. It's become so accessible. Heck, my local library, I just found out a couple of days ago, they have five 3D printers that they will rent to you. <laughs> hmm. Like, they're, because they're like $300 to get a 3D printer nowadays. It's, yeah. It's nothing. It's, yeah. It, it, and it's so easy to set up and just do whatever. And, like, we have, we also have, uh, like, uh, I don't know if worker spaces are really common there now. We're starting to get them. We're, like, or not work, maker spaces. Oh yeah, okay, and then maker spaces are pretty commonly have a three D printer. That's like what's, one of what's the a staple. Space? Oh, a maker space is um, 
so there's god i want to say it's almost like a weird sub community now it's like a community of people uh oh this, this is hard this, yeah okay so makerspace um people that like to make stuff are now sort of being referred to as makers and then they're kind of setting up like a community of that and so then you're going to see makers that are just what do what do you do for a living oh they just make things and it's like it could be from making power hammers to like making type fonts to just making signs they just they make things and it's always normally like it's if you never if you're a cosplayer but never figured out that you could make costumes and then you just made everything else instead uh so i've always referred to myself as a maker before i found out about cosplay because i was just taking things apart so i was painting things i was working with sheet metal i was just making whatever i could make because i like doing that and then one day i found out oh cosplaying uses all those various tools of like leds and oh that was another thing is like i took apart my modded my xboxes and i always kind of did silk screening that's another thing and then you just kind of learn and play with things and you're always making things and then you realize oh cosplaying literally actually now has a goal that incorporates all those things into one uh, and now that's getting really common that people like to do electronics or silk training or any of those kinds of things. And so people are making spaces like buildings uh, where you can go and work on stuff. So it's like a normally a subscription base. You go pay a little bit of money once a month and then you get 24 access to this area that has various tools and 3D printers and maybe a CNC lathe or whatever or maybe maybe even a laser engraver and then it's just an area to go work on stuff that's going to have some tools that you might not have at home because i can't for my last like for zenyatta like i had to take over my living room and then my living room is now my crafting space and i can't do anything in there anymore so it's a very good way to have you also they normally have lockers too so you can have a project on the go you can go rent out some time at the or rent out Get your subscription to the makerspace. You can go out there whenever you have time, open your locker, take out your project, start working on whatever it is. Maybe you're working on a circuit board. Maybe you want to make a work with Adreno board and programming and then put that into like lights or something or make a robot or a battle robot. Sure, why not? And then you can go do that there. And then at the end of your time, you go pop it back in your locker and then you just take off. So, yeah, there's my spiel about the maker community and makerspaces. Yeah, we're starting to see that popping up around here, but I'll go and say I actually saw a lot of that because I go on a lot of work trainings across the country. I'm seeing those pop up like crazy all over the Midwest. Yes. Some of these codes. Yes. Yes. I think that's uh, where it's more popular. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think that, uh, and maybe it goes and comes down to the type of people as well. I don't see it as much in major cities. But in a lot of manufacturing towns and whatnot, which yeah. are most of the places I go for training, oh my god, that has become such a big thing. I saw something that I thought was a gym, and I'm pretty sure it was an old LA Fitness or something like that. And it's just, it's this community center where guys just go and get together, and they just go and work on shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally like, it. That's what totally the it. hell? And I then, was amazed. I walked in there, and I mean, here's just like 20 maker bots and a whole bunch of other shit, and I'm like... Can I live here? <laughs> it's like maybe you can you can pay your yeah normally it's like normally subscription based like you just pay like a little yeah. bit of a fee and like uh, we have they have maker fairs uh, 
Yeah, it's a lot of. Uh, that's a good way of saying it. It's a lot of uh, more uh, um, um, uh, manufacturing based cities that are like that. And those are normally like smaller flyover cities. Yeah. Um, and like that's. Yeah, places like. Uh, oh, God. Uh, what? <laughs> Benton Harbor, Michigan, and places like that. I couldn't. Yeah. That was where I saw that LA Fitness that had become this thing. I can't remember what the hell it was called, but I'm just. It's close to the hotel. I'm just walking around. It's just like, well, what the hell is this place? Go and walk up to the front doors, and I'm just going and seeing guys going and uh, filing down stuff that I clearly come off of a 3D printer. Had to go inside, got a tour of the place. It was like, this place is amazing. And then the girl went and asked if I'd like to go and pursue a membership, and I was like, I'm sorry. I don't live here. Yeah. I'm just here for work training. It, it, it's like, it's, oh, get it's, your ass out of here. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely like, uh, I would say is like more of a, central east coast thing because it is those are that's where a lot of more manufacturing is and it's like a lot of a lot of old stuff too so it's like that's the old old labor stuff is around there and so um yeah i don't know i like it we have uh god i have a maker fair coming up the 26th i think 26th of may i want to go check it's very hobbyist stuff like that's the whole Mm -hmm. thing is it's very hobby stuff it's makers are kind of if they ever, it's never big corporation business stuff. It's always like, oh, this is making maker bot stuff or small c- tabletop CNC stuff. And it's like, if you are a hobbyist um, and did this just in your own time in your garage or something, or if you're maybe do have a small business and then you just kind of wanted to grow a little bit, but you're never going to be anything super big. So you're not, you're not looking at suppliers and all of that. Or if you're already, it's just going to be like small. Small quantity stuff. Small small business. Hobby mm-hmm. small business stuff. There you go. Yeah. But, yeah. God, those tangents of today. Did we... How are you guys feeling today? Do you feel, does that feel... Do we feel I, good? I, I, I feel like we have uh, we have covered a lot of territory. We've had a lot of fun. I talked think... about everything and nothing. Pretty much. <laughs> what have we That's... talked about? We talked about... PS3 gems, cinematic games, small cons, big cons, voice actors, who you like meeting celebrities at con, and then makers, and then 3D printing, and then being an elitist. Yeah. yeah. Boy, yeah. when you put it together like that, we sound like a bunch of assholes. Oh, and, and panels, <laughs> hosting panels. Hosting yeah. panels. Panel hosting. Yeah, there you go. Everybody, go host a panel. You know, instead of go fuck yourself, you should go, go host a panel. <laughs> go host a God, sounds good. We, there insult. we go. That, that that needs to be the new insult. I don't know. You maybe know what, Tyler? Why don't you go host it, a panel? It, I feel like that's the wrong stigma you want against. No, no, no one but wants to host thing. a panel. When people complain about there not being enough panels at con, that's what I say. I say, go host a panel. But I mean, yeah, that's go exactly. fuck yourself and stop complaining. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> and it's just like, what would I host? And it's like, literally anyone can host anything, and it doesn't even need to be good, because a lot of them aren't good. Uh, no, most of them aren't. Yeah. But that's like, also part of the charm. That is part of the charm. So maybe, oh. fuck, maybe I will host a panel. Maybe I'll think about it. Maybe I'll go, I'll go, I'll go this, panel. I'll go this year. It's in June. Yes, it's in June, and I'll go, and I'll see what it's like, see what panels are happening there, and be like, this is shit. I could do better. And then I go do better. Because Tyler is better. Yes. Maybe maybe I'll start hosting my own cosplay Tyler's, chess panel. <sighs> Tyler's 
Tyler's ego can't handle this much. Tyler's ego can't handle this podcast continuing oh, God, any you, longer. You don't know how it's far. Too, how you... It's too inflated. <laughs> it's, oh. He needs a, another week. This isn't inflated. even my final form. <laughs> His ego. And, uh... It's over 9,000. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, thank you all for coming back for our season five. Is this season five? No, no, season four, season four. We're season four? Okay, good. Yeah, season four. Season, season five may happen uh, in the stratosphere. Not sure yet. Season four, thousand. Uh, so, of course, <laughs> if you're listening to us, you know where to listen to us on. You can listen to us on SoundCloud. Maybe that's where you listen to us. Or you can listen to us on iTunes. Maybe that's where you listen to us. Or maybe you're listening to us on Google Play. That one's kind of hard to find. You think you go to the Google Play, but you go to the music Google Play, and then you go to the podcast there. If you're listening to this, you already know that. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud and iTunes, you don't know that, but that's how you do it. You go to Google Play Music, then to the podcasts. Okay, so, but if you want to tell us that information that you know how to get to this on Google Play Music, you can easily tell us that on our Twitter at Soccer Rangers, or our email at SoccerRangersPodcast at gmail.com, or just... Hit us up on our Facebook page. Maybe post a picture of you looking through Google Play Music and then finding our podcast on our hey. Facebook page. Hey, don't forget about that Instagrams. And our Instagrams. We have an Instagram. Sakura Rangers. It's there. I'm on there. I take pictures. So, yeah, I like stuff. Maybe I'll take some more photos of things, of various things. Like my inflated ego. <laughs> but on that, that can't, note, you need an ultra wide angle lens for that. I don't think you're going to go and find that. Oh, I'll just I'll, what I'll do is I'll take a a, a, a picture of a, one spot, and then move her over and take a picture of another spot, and then slowly over the course of time, I will have every photo on there, and then you can arrange it as if it were a puzzle. There's a fun activity for the kids. Um, <laughs> so yes, uh, I hope you continue to join us for our adventure on this turbo for this drive on turbo (laughs) updating every monday so there we go that's it say goodbye everyone goodbye everyone goodbye